This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Ari Puez is the founder of Happy Schools, an organization that caters for social, emotional learning and character development. He uses a dynamic model and behavioral science to get ready for the fourth industrial revolution. What exactly does this mean? Well, I'm delighted to have Ari join me now to tell me more. Ari, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Ari, I, I read your article on the Mensch Network. You are obviously the June Mensch Thought Leader of the Month. And you described your own personal experiences of having been bullied at school and um, the need to develop emotional intelligence at schools. Gosh, I have so many questions. I almost don't know where to start because you mention like a pecking order of kids at school. And it reminded me of a friend who um, went to a mummy's only, woman's only event for her kids' school. Mm. And she said she got the definite feeling that there was a pecking order taking place there as well. And mm. it made me think, are humans but like birds, that we do have a pecking order? And in every social engagement, we're trying to find our own place in it. Or am I oversimplifying things? Well, um, that's such an interesting question. And I think... Um, you know, there's so many possible ways of looking at this and thinking about this. But, you know, I, I think probably the best way to describe this is I think you see it in, in, in schools. You see it quite clearly. Um, you know, you don't need to um, learn about human beings to, to kind of understand that, that this does happen, that humans naturally do this. But probably the best way to describe this is, you know, I was listening to a talk by Dr. Brené Brown. And she spoke about the fact that men go and they categorize themselves in by strength, you know, about how strong they are and women. And this is just a generalization, but it's, it's more, uh, it's, it's more accurate. And, um, women go and categorize themselves by perfection and um, by how perfect they are. And I think, you know, you know, for me personally, growing up in an all boys high school is you could see that strength was what we measured ourselves by. And that, that created the hierarchy and the pecking order. And, you know, at, um, I've seen it also uh, amongst um, women is that that strive for perfection and that need to, you know, to, to appear as perfect um, is something that can be quite um, damaging. And, you know, for me personally, I take more of the emotional stance normally and I actually um, put myself in the hierarchy of perfection normally, you know, so it's not um, male or female specific. Um, but I, I thought that was quite an interesting way to, to understand this. What is interesting about both of what you say is that it's unphysical, that we actually are judging each other on how we look. And um, is it instinctual? Yeah, definitely. I, I think, you know, in different societies, um, of course, different, um, we put the spotlight on, um, on different things, you know, um, maybe on money, maybe on um, physicality, you know, looks or or wherever it is, I think it differs geographically. I mean, back before when I was in COVID, um, back before COVID, um, I was traveling in the Philippines. And what you could see over there is that the hierarchy of society was completely different. Um, the currency over there was about traveling and living life. It wasn't about materialism. And I think it really depends on the society that we're in or the space that we're in. You know, I think on social media, um, something very interesting is the currency over there is likes and views. So if you've got likes on Facebook or Instagram or on, uh, you know, or views on TikTok, this is the currency over there. So I think it really depends on the space which you are in that kind of creates the hierarchy 
and and the order. And then the other thing, Ari, that you spoke about in your um, in your piece on the on the Mensch Network website, which I found so interesting, is that you talk about the fact that you were bullied, but you know your mates now, and they all turned out to be good guys. And actually, what they needed was a little bit of emotional um, education, and and that's why you started the school, kind of simplified. But if we can just return to that, because it's something I think about often. You talk about teaching kindness. And again, innately, do you think that we are not kind, that innately we are competitive, we we judgmental, we mean, we want everything for ourselves, selfish? Um, Kind of like, you know, back to the original sin, for goodness sake, are we born evil kind of thing? You're really racking my brain over here. Fantastic. (laughs) I think humans are good. I really do. You know, I'm an optimism. I'm an optimistic human being by nature. And, you know, I think something like COVID just shows us when push comes to shove is that people are good. They're willing to look out for one another, you know, from with clapping for the NHS workers and people still, you know, on Facebook and Instagram and going and, and collecting money for, for people, for, for workers at restaurants. And people inherently are good. They want to be good. They when we see good. Um, you know, chemicals get released in our brain and we're happy and, and it makes, um, it makes people good. But I think, you know, a lot of the time is we do get caught up in ourselves. We do get caught up in the world. We get caught up in our own emotions and we're not able to unravel them and understand them. And therefore, you know, we, we fall into, into, into spaces where, you know, we struggle and it's very difficult to be kind to people when you struggle. And I think something else is it's also very difficult difficult to be kind to um, others when we're not being kind to ourselves. And I think that's probably the root of all of this is, you know, when people can't learn to be kind to themselves, um, you know, when people aren't being kind to them, um, they struggle to show kindness to other people. Um, and the last thing I'll say about this is um, once I was chatting to one of my grade, to a couple of grade seven students, and I was telling them that, I, you know, I, I love watching the, the little pre-grades um, play. You know, because a lot of them just are genuinely, genuinely just kind to one another. You know, they just inclusive, more inclusive. And then you get your one or two who struggle to be kind um, to to their fellow, to their fellow grade R's or pre-grades. And I said, there's probably something going on in that kid's life that they're struggling. Either they're struggling to love themselves or someone isn't loving them as they should be. And I said, this, you know, this goes through life. I think this is something that... Um, a lot of us experience and we, we broke open that idea, but I think that's how we can start thinking about kindness. You know, are we being kind to ourselves? Is someone else being kind to us or mean to us? And this kind of really, we reflect on this and this depend, this kind of is dependent on if we are kind to other people or not. So that brings us kind of to happy schools and perhaps you can tell us now a little bit about um, what happy schools is, why you founded it and, and what you hope to achieve. Well, thank you. Um, so, Happy Schools is an emotional intelligence consultancy. So what I do is I come into schools and we work on developing students' emotional intelligence. We work on developing ways that they can navigate themselves, learn about themselves, how to develop grit, a healthy mindset, how to understand their emotions, how to stop, take a moment and breathe and pause. Um, These are the things which you try to help them navigate their inner world and also go and helping students um, navigate the world around them, um, you know, navigate their social situations, develop social awareness. Um, and this is 
this is kind of the whole idea behind happy schools. It's making sure that there's space for students in schools to feel like they have got a voice, you know, that they can thrive, that they can understand themselves, that they can understand um, those the, the environments around them. And I kind of stumbled upon this across this idea. Um, you know, it's something that's always been, you know, I've been in the education system for about seven years or so, and it's something I've always kind of done um, intuitively, not really understanding that I was, that I was teaching this, um, you know, not, not intentionally, as intentionally teaching this, but um, I kind of stumbled across the idea of social emotional learning, which is this field um, of, of kind of developing the self-awareness, the self-management, and the social awareness. And I started delving into the academics behind it and uh, managed to do a course through Penn University um, where I was really opened up to this world. And then um, everything just kind of fell in place. And, you know, this year I got the opportunity to start over to, you know, there was a, there was a necessary end in our life to call it at the end of 2020 in my life. And I was able to start over and think, rethink about what I want to do. And I thought, you know, uh, I love education. I was in the corporate world before this. Um, I was there for a bit. And I thought, I want to go back into education, but I want to go back in a way that I can have a, a, a broader impact where I can connect and meet with more students than being confined to a classroom or to a school, um, per se, you know, one school. And um, I kind of, you know, I started going with this idea. I started meeting people, reaching out. I made friends with people from America and Australia who were doing this, um, met South Africans who were doing this. And um, yeah, the journey has kind of just taken me to a place where, um, where I'm able to, thank God, go into schools and um, hopefully inspire students, inspire teachers, inspire parents. Um, and that's been the journey so far. So it's been a crazy seven months um, that this has been taking place, but it's really been a journey of around seven years and this journey of starting in education and um and coming to where i am today and then i guess my vision um i think that was the second part of the question around it is that you know to create unfortunately in, in university and um, college teachers didn't learn about emotional intelligence as they should have it's a huge predictor for success um you know even as much as academics and um this is something that unfortunately we, we aren't teachers aren't taught how to um, give over. It's a complicated field. There are around 130 different frameworks for social emotional learning. It's not easy to distill. Um, but what happens is um, it's actually, you know, coming into schools is uh, I would love to be able to teach teachers how to give this over to to their students, you know, to empower them um, to give over the emotional intelligence side of things. Ari, you speak about teachers, parents, and children, and obviously you're recognizing that um, no one works within a silo and nobody can actually solve a problem by themselves. It actually has to be a group effort. But who is your program aimed at? Are you selling yourself, as it were, to the teachers, to the parents, to the kids? Where's your selling point? 100%. So all our stakeholders are um, the teachers, the parents, and the students. Um, but really what we go and how the model works is we go in and we work primarily with the students. So there'll be a teacher training before just to create some sort of shared language um, about what we do, um, you know, what we're going to be doing with the kids, um, how we're going to be engaging with them, interacting with them, and what we're going to be teaching them. And then what happens is we go into the classroom and we work primarily with the students. So we ensure that, um, that the students, you know, kind of, to understand these different ideas and whatever topic we, if it's the social media or with self-leadership, 
um, whatever content that we're doing. And so this is um, targeted at grade four to grade seven primarily. Um, and then what happens is we try and have a webinar and um, with the parents after again to help them bring them um, bring them into the fray. You're talking right at the beginning about um, people who are often bully are themselves bullied and to what extent, you know, in, in so many of our kids, you know, um, environments, I often wonder to what extent actually the problem are the parents and not the kids and um, whether the emotional intelligence and kindness needs to come from parents that the kids maybe have it. And in a way, the parents are not coming. your comments on that. Uh, I saw this brilliant quote and I'm, I'm almost sure it's by Dr. Brené Brown. Um, and she said, we need to be the adults and the teachers that we want our kids to grow up to be. You know, we've got to make sure that we control our anger and that we don't gossip. And the idea of modeling, you know, modeling the behavior we want to see in our, in our kids is so vital. And it really it, it puts the alarm lights on us as educators and parents. It says, hey, you've got to step up. And, you, and, it's, and it's a tiring job. It's a daily job where we have to show up and say, hey, we're going to try to be kind today. We're going to be try, kind to ourselves. We're going to be try, try and be kind to others. And I think, unfortunately, you know, a, a, lot, of, a, a lot of the time, you know, we do drop the ball. Um, that's also okay. We, we are human beings. Um, and I think, you know, if we can try constantly work and develop in ourselves as teachers and, and parents, um, I think we can be those models and we can create kinder societies and kinder cultures within our homes and within our workplaces, within our schools. I think that's a beautiful note to end that off on, Ari. Um, if anybody would like to get hold of you, what should they do? 100%. Um, definitely, they can email me on happyschoolsedu at gmail.com. Um, they can email me over there. Otherwise, we've got a Happy Schools page on LinkedIn. Otherwise, I'm on social media. Um, you can find me, Ari or Ariel Poyers, um, and you can chat to me over there. Ari, thank you so much for joining me. That was Ari Poyers, the founder of Happy Schools, an organization that tries to develop emotional learning and character development.